Hey, hey, and welcome to the Seven Figure Coach Podcast. This is the podcast to get no fluff, no BS advice to finally get those ideas out of your head and into the hands of paying students quickly. It's time to turn your knowledge, your skills, and experience into an extra stream of income by creating an online course or coaching program. I'm your host and new business bestie, Jenny Maroney. A few years ago, I was burned out AF, (laughs) working every single weekend and most evenings into the wee hours, missing out on so much time with my young kids and husband because I was constantly in hustle mode. Then it hit me. (laughs) The path that I was on was not sustainable or enjoyable and something had to change. So I decided to pivot into coaching and share my knowledge and skills with others. And my life has never been the same. Over the past few years, I have helped thousands of female entrepreneurs create and launch their first online courses, coaching programs, masterminds, inner circles, workshops, retreats with wild, wild results and success. We've had students have 10K, 20K, 30K, 40K, and 50K launches in just 90 days of working together, having never coached or mentored before, and then go on to scale their programs to multiple six figures and beyond. And I'm on a mission to help you do the same. Each week, I will be sharing my best kept marketing secrets, ad strategies, launch strategies, business hacks, actionable advice that I've used in my very own business to scale to over a million dollars a year so that you can do the same. Okay, let's dive in to today's episode. Hey, hey, I'm super excited about today's episode. We have one of my all-time favorite clients ever on the show, Megan McPhail. Megan is a former burned-out emergency veterinarian turned seven-figure business coach, entrepreneur, and elopement photographer. She helps other entrepreneurs kick ass in their photography and coaching businesses so they never have to go back to that soul-crushing nine-to-five ever again. After recovering from ridiculous student loan debt and the associated limited beliefs, She is now living the life she absolutely loves with financial and location freedom and is hell-bent on inspiring others to do the same. Megan also hosts the Stoked with Megan McPhail podcast, unpacking how to stop living the nine-to-five hustle and start creating a life filled with travel, courage, and abundance. Megan, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so excited to be here. Yay! Oh my gosh. I've worked with you for, gosh, how many years now? Has it been a couple years since you joined my first program? Yeah, I think it was back in like early 2021 when I tried to launch my first group coaching program and it didn't go very well. I knew I needed help and I can't even remember how I came across. It was like one of your first programs. Yeah. And I literally just like applied and joined all within like 10 minutes. The best type of clients out there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, welcome. I'm so excited about today. So tell us how... Did you get into elopement photography? Like, how did you make that pivot from being an ER vet to elopement photography? Yeah, that is a great question because I don't even know how it really happened. (laughs) I mean, I basically got kind of a nice DSLR camera when I went out to Colorado for the first time. It was actually for a surgery residency interview. I went to Boulder and I was like, dang, these mountains are beautiful. I need to stop at a Best Buy and get a camera. And I basically like put it on a credit card because I was pretty broke at the time. And on my day off, I went up to Rocky Mountain National Park and took photos. And then when I went home, I didn't get that residency, but I started photographing my dogs. And then I started photographing my friends and their families. 
then I met some wedding photographers and I kind of got obsessed with wedding photography and they took me under their wing and helped me out learning how to shoot weddings. And then I actually ended up moving to Colorado, I think it was in 2014, photographed one of my first weddings out there and kind of found elopements because Rocky Mountain National Park is a huge spot for elopements and kind of stumbled into that world. And then I just kind of followed my heart through the whole process and was like, this is really cool. I really like this. I'm going to go after this. And then this is really cool. I'm going to go after this. And all of a sudden I'm this elopement photographer and I've quit my veterinary career that I worked my whole life for. (laughs) (laughs) But are you happier now? Oh God, like 8 million times happier. I can't even tell you how much happier I am. It's amazing. (laughs) I love that story. I've never heard the Best Buy story. That's awesome. And so how long did you actually do weddings for before pivoting full-time into elopements? So probably I kind of did them both for a few years, but I was only doing like one to two hour, maybe three hour elopements. So weddings were really kind of my bread and butter for a while. And I was really nervous to pivot exclusively into elopements, even though that's really what I wanted to do. And I'd kind of been building up my portfolio in order to do that. And I had this crazy idea that I was going to buy an RV and kind of live on the road and just go from like elopement to elopement. And then I finally made that a reality in 2019. Not only did I quit my job, but I got rid of my apartment in Denver and bought a 20-year-old camper and got rid of all my stuff. And I lived on the road going from elopement to elopement in 2019. It was crazy. Oh my gosh. I love that. What did your family and friends think? Were they like, you're nuts? Or they were like, go get it, girl. I am really lucky that my family has always supported all my crazy ideas. Yeah. But I'm sure a lot of my veterinary colleagues thought I was absolutely nuts. (laughs) (laughs) But look at you now. And am I right in thinking that you recently sold that 20-year-old camper and now you've bought like a brand new one, right? Yes. We got a brand new, huge, expensive one. (laughs) I mean, it's huge to me, but actually it's not that big compared to like some of the people we see on the road that have I mean, they're like tour buses practically, but for us, it's huge. (laughs) Awesome. And so do you guys still travel a lot? We travel about 50% of the year, which we're trying to actually reduce that number because it sounds really cool, but it's a little exhausting to do that much. We're trying to get down to like 30%, which it's like, oh, poor you. You're trying to reduce your travel, you know, but I hear you. It's a lot. (laughs) But yeah, the RV is nice because we can take our dogs. We have three dogs and we can camp out in the middle of nowhere or at RV resorts. And it's really cool to do it part-time instead of full-time. Full-time was really cool, but it was also just exhausting and stressful. And back in 2019, there weren't really good hotspots for Wi-Fi and stuff. Now we have Starlink. So it's really easy to work out in the middle of nowhere. So that's made a huge difference. But I like the part-time nomad life now. Yes, I love that. So tell us then, how did you pivot into coaching? What made you decide, not pivot full-time, but in addition to elopements, what made you decide to start coaching? I think it was always in the back of my mind. Like I've just always loved to help people. And back when I was a veterinarian, I always would take the new vets, the baby vets kind of under my wing and I loved teaching them things. So I just knew I loved educating. And it was actually in 2020 when everything shut down. And I saw photographers just freaking out because their couples were canceling their weddings and people didn't know how they were going to make a living. And I was kind of sitting pretty because I had been really smart 
with the money I had saved. And I was totally unbothered because I was like, oh, sweet. Now I just get to like stay home for a while, (laughs) kind of live off of my savings and stuff. But I saw the community struggling. So I started doing these free mentorship calls. And I did one every day, Monday through Thursday for like months. And I had these booked out. People would jump on my Calendly and grab the next day. And so I had probably like 30 or 40 conversations with people. And I realized that they really needed help, especially the elopement photographers. A lot of them had pivoted to elopements exclusively and were just not seeing results and not getting bookings and were just really struggling. So I knew people needed help and I wanted to create kind of a new program that would kind of pick up where a lot of online classes or online courses were failing people because that was really the only source of education at the time for elopements. And so I was like, I got to make something different for people. So I really kind of just listened to them, heard their issues and their struggles, and then started to come up with a coaching program for them. I love that. I love that. And so do you just coach elopement photographers or tell us more about that? Yeah, I primarily only coach elopement photographers. It's a really unique niche and it's much different than wedding photography in the way we have to market ourselves and how we plan elopements and execute elopements and how we like encourage people to see it more as like an all-day adventure than just like a quick photo shoot. So it's got its own set of challenges and a lot of perks compared to other photography industries. But yeah, I pretty much only do elopement photographers, the occasional wedding photographer that wants to do kind of both weddings and elopements, but mostly people who want to exclusively shoot elopements. That's awesome. And so when someone joins one of your programs, what is the end goal? Is it to get more bookings? Is it to get a better portfolio? Is it to raise their prices? All of the above? (laughs) All of the above. Like really, I feel like I take a holistic approach to it. And instead of people just trying to piece together what they think might be wrong with their business. I really take them through this whole journey where we fix everything from your vision, from your mindset, from your pricing and the way you present your packages to your sales calls, to your marketing, blogging, social media, website, how you plan and give your clients like an amazing experience that ends up with you getting five-star reviews. I really do the whole thing. And then I also teach people how to troubleshoot their business. So instead of just like posting on Instagram forever, hoping it finally works and you finally book out your calendar, they have a plan like, okay, this is why things aren't working because I have to fix this. And ultimately, my goal is to help them make six figures gross as a great benchmark that everything is working. But then ultimately, I want people to net six figures where they are paying themselves $8,000 a month. Yes, yes, yes. Preach. I love that. I love helping people make money. (laughs) (laughs) I know you do. And I do too. And I love that about us. It was a meme I saw recently on Instagram. It said something like the one taboo that photographers don't talk about is six figures gross is so very different than six figures net. Yes. I mean, you could be grossing six figures and barely paying yourself, barely breaking even. And that's a huge misconception in, in the photography industry. And many other industries as well. So I'm so glad that you are out there and doing your thing. So tell us then more about what type of programs do you have to offer? How can people work with you? Yeah. So my main focus right now, which I've been scattered for a while, and it was like on a flight to Iceland where I was like, I'm just going to double down and just focus on 
my program that I know works that gives the most bang for your buck. I was doing little low ticket things where people could kind of get their toes a little wet on my teachings. And I'm just kind of like, I'm going all in on my main program, which is the Elopement Photographer Mastermind. And it's a six month program with the option to go longer. And I do always encourage people to stay with me for a full year so that they can work with me throughout all the different seasons yes. that elopement photographers go through because there's highs and lows throughout the year, like big time. So yeah, the elopement photographer mastermind is my baby. It's very high touch and it has helped over 40 photographers at this point basically get off the struggle bus, the elopement photography struggle bus, and start making six figures. And many of those have net six figures, which is the biggest accomplishment. Because like you just said, if you are making six figures gross, and your business expenses are through the roof, it's still just a really expensive hobby. Yeah. So really getting people so that they are profiting and know how to profit and know how to pay themselves that's huge to me. And that's something that a lot of people don't talk about in this industry is freaking money management. Yeah. Money in general. Nobody wants to talk about it. And those are like huge skills that we aren't born with just knowing how to manage our money. So that's a huge part too, is helping people get to the point where they are paying themselves well. Because a lot of people can be booking $1,500, $2,000 elopements, and they're actually losing money by doing that. And they're paying the couple essentially to shoot their elopement. And I'm so glad that you teach people like how to actually figure that out. Like, are you even profitable? Let's start there. If not, here's some ways to fix that because yes. it's amazing to me. And I did that my very first year in photography. At the end of the year, it was like, I crushed it. I worked my ass off. I was doing sessions left and right. And then I did my taxes and I was like, oh my God, I lost money. Didn't even break even. I paid to leave the house to go photograph these families and these weddings. Like, what am I doing? Yeah. And you worked your ass off. Totally. And I'm exhausted. And now I'm pissed off at myself. <laughs> yeah. You pick up a camera, you fall in love with it. You fall in love with photography. You practice your art. You get really good at it. Photographers have this crazy passion and drive, which is so cool. But they're not born with all these business skills. They're not born money management skills. They're not born knowing how to market themselves. And so it really takes time and practice and getting the reps in to understand how to do all those things and get comfortable with it. And that's really what I like to help people with. I want them to have money in their pocket. I want all this hard work to pay off well to the point where they have a savings account and they have a retirement account. They have health insurance and they're not worried about how are they going to make ends meet? How are they going to pay their bills? They're not only paying their bills, but they're going on cool vacations yes. and they're resting when they need days off and their retirement account is growing. I want all of those things for my members of the mastermind. Yes, yes, preach. I love all that. And I mean, the Starving Artist Act needs to go. It's overplayed. Like, let's stop that. I mean, that's the thing. Like, most creatives are just that. They're creative, right? And so they're using that side of the brain. But when it comes to running a successful, profitable, sustainable business, that's a whole other story. And there's no shame in asking for help. I've seen so many photographers that are like, health insurance? Yeah, that's cute. No, I don't have that. Mm -hmm. Savings account? Retirement fund? Please. Like, come on. Yeah. I'm like, wait, what? You're not even planning for your future. You're barely getting by. And like you said, this is just an expensive hobby now. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, we need all those things. And we shouldn't feel guilty or greedy because we want those things. No. And that's a lot of the mindset shifts I go through with my students. I always say the mastermind is this journey of self-discovery as well as all the strategies that work. But there's things that hold people back from actually executing these strategies, even though they freaking work. If you do them, 
you're going to be a six-figure elopement photographer. But people constantly self-sabotage. They make up excuses. They feel bad. They feel guilty because one of the foundational lessons I have people go through is determining their cost of doing business and what they should be charging per elopement. We've done like a hundred of these spreadsheets. It's always five, six, or seven thousand dollars per elopement is what they should be charging. And people like die over those numbers. They feel awful over those numbers. Part of it's exciting, like, ooh, I can make six thousand dollars per elopement. That's so cool. But then another part of them is like, that feels so wrong to be charging that much, or like, how is anybody going to pay me that much when they haggle me over 1500 bucks or something. So working through all of that, it's a journey. Absolutely. And you are the only elopement photographer that I know out there that actually dives into that piece of it. Because like you said, that's the secret sauce. Believing that you can do it, being comfortable with that, talking about money and having confidence behind not only your work, but your business model, knowing what your goals are. Because if you don't know what your goals or your overhead is, this again is just an expensive hobby. And I hate that about our culture is that especially women, why do women feel guilty for wanting money? And I did for the longest time. I know you and I have talked about this at many retreats. I grew up with a horrible money mindset. I thought people with money were evil and money doesn't grow on trees and must be nice mentality. And it's just amazing. Like if you actually do the work and you have a good coach like yourself, it's able to walk you through. Why do you feel that way? Let's unpack that a little bit. Yeah. I'm always saying that. I'm like, we should unpack this because... <laughs> Why do you feel this way? Because I've been there. Like you said, we've talked about this multiple times. But when I graduated vet school, I had 140K worth of student loans. And when you have that many loans and you're not getting paid very well, you create this whole scenario in your head where you're like, well, I'm not going to retire. I'm not going to be able to buy a house. If I do want to retire, I'm either going to have to marry someone rich or win the lottery. And so I made all these ideas of how rich people just suck and they're horrible. And I don't want to be that anyway. I can travel on the cheap and budget. And it was scarcity mindset to the max. I was terrified to spend a dime. I changed my mindset about money. And then I started making money. It wasn't the other way around. <laughs> One day I just woke up and was like, I'm going to buy a house, damn it. I'm going to buy a goddamn house for myself. How am I going to do this? Yes. <laughs> And that's the shift right there. That's the real flex when you're able to say enough's enough. I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to think that way about money. Like money can provide all these amazing opportunities for myself and my family, and my community, and my friends and all of this. Will you share that story with us that you told me where you're in the basement, you had moved back in, right? And you said, I'm going to be a millionaire. Will you share that story? Yes. So I just got chills because it's such a crazy time. So in 2019, when I had realized my dream of I think I made 138K that year or something shooting elopements. And I was in my camper living on the road full time. And at the end of that year, I got a divorce and I moved back in with my parents and they have like a little guest house. So I was in the guest house on their property in the middle of nowhere, northern New Mexico. And I had kind of hit rock bottom, even though my business was doing well, I was getting a divorce. I was technically like homeless and I quit my veterinary job. So I am still technically a doctor, but I wasn't practicing. I'm just like this photographer. I had sold most of my belongings. Oh, and I was like 35 years old, which is a weird number for women. It's like over the hill or something. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, I'm sitting there at my parents' house and for some reason, I just get this idea that, you know what, I'm at my lowest point. But someday I'm going to make a million dollars in a year. I'm going to freaking do it. I'm going to figure it out. 
And I told my dad that. And he said, well, if anyone can figure out how to make a million dollars in a year, it's you. And I was like, well, shit. Yeah. If anyone can figure this out, I went through vet school. I've done hard things in my life. I went through a major car accident. I've survived all these things. Heck yeah, I'm going to do it. So that was 2019. I still haven't made a million dollars in a year, but I have made a million dollars worth of coaching sales. That's amazing. Amazing, Megan. Oh my gosh. You should be so freaking proud of yourself. I'm sure you are. And I'm sure your dad was like, yeah, when you showed that news. Oh yeah. Honestly, there has been a whole change. Like this is why I want people to make money, right? Because there's been a whole change in my family. Now, some of our family members don't know how much money I make and whatever. That's fine. But like my immediate family does. And there's just like this peace that's in my family now because my dad doesn't have to worry about me. And I'm turning 40 next month. Parents worry about their kids forever, I feel like. And especially in this climate and housing costs and all that kind of stuff, my parents were worried about their three kids and what we were going to do and how we're going to retire someday and how we're going to survive when they're not around anymore. And now it's like there's a peace that has come over our family because they don't have to worry about that anymore. If my niece needs anything, she's taken care of either by my parents or by me, because that's really what making all this money is about. It's not about designer handbags and G-wagons and stuff. Although I do want those things someday. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It doesn't have to be either or. It can be and. Yeah, it can be both. And I give back to the animal shelter where we adopted our dogs. I give back to my family. I have made it so that we don't have to worry. Whether I am coaching elopement photographers or doing anything else I want to do, I have the skills to really just accomplish whatever I want throughout life. And I have a piece with that too. I don't know what two years are going to bring down the line, but I know I'm going to be okay because I have the skills to basically do anything I want to make money, which is fucking cool. It's so fucking cool. I'm so fucking proud of you. Gosh, if you could have told yourself and myself, the old version of us 10 years ago, where we'd be today, I would have laughed hysterically in my own face. Like there's no way I would have believed that I'd be at this point. I don't know if you feel that way, but it's amazing once you do set your mind to changing yourself and doing the work where you're like, enough's enough. And you hit the nail on the head when you said you changed your mindset and then you started making money. It's not the other way around. And I used to think it was that way. When I get money, I'll feel better about it. That's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, you have to fix all those thoughts. You have to stop thinking that it's bad to make money or greedy or anything and that it's possible too. I mean, a lot of people think it's impossible. And if you watch the news, it's just doomsday stuff all the time. So I've stopped watching the news and I just live in my little bubble where I'm just helping people. And it's amazing because, yeah, they pay me money, but then they end up making more money down the line. So I'm making this money, but then you go back and you look at what my members of the mastermind have made. They've booked probably conservatively four to five million dollars worth of elopements in the past year, which is just crazy. And they're paying it forward, helping family members demand raises and stuff like that. There's such a trickle effect towards not only my life, but the people in my life, the people I teach, the people in their lives. Really, the best way to make money is to help people. Yes. Someone came at me in the DMs the other day. You know when you get the trolls? Yes. It means you made it, by the way. Yes. Yes. I know. I agree. I remember saying that to you once. I was like, welcome to the club. You've made it when you get trolls. Yes. When you get those hate DMs. But I had a dude in the DMs and he was like, 
must be fucking nice. You're just over there bragging about how much money you make. And I was like, hold up, wait a second. Let's unpack that, shall we? Sounds like someone has some money mindset issues. And let's talk about the trickle down effect. Sure, people pay me to learn what I've learned so they can fast track their success. But then they turn around and they help others. And that's the best way to make money by helping others. You just totally said it. And I love that. Yes, yes, yes. All right, Megan, tell us where can our listeners find you? Instagram, Facebook, where do you hang out mostly? So I hang out mostly on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Megan McPhail, which is M-E-G-A-N-M-A-C-P-H-A-I-L. And I am really just running my elopement photographer program right now. And now's a great time to join. Honestly, I'm really trying to do a push because 2024 is going to be a huge year for people. January and February are huge booking months. And so if you want to pivot into elopements from weddings, or if you want to make more money and get those five, six, $7,000 elopements yep. and learn how to book out your calendar and all those things from like a program that actually works and a coach that will actually hold your hand through the whole uncomfortable process of building your business, then you should hit me up and we should talk in the DMs and talk about your dreams and your visions and how I can help you accomplish that because that's what I'm here for. I love that. And I encourage anyone that's listening that feels called to do so, DM Megan. She is so responsive and just so helpful. I've seen the inside of your DMs before and I see how you help people. Even if they don't join your programs, you are there to serve and to help and to support the best you can. And I love that about you because not every coach does that. In fact, many coaches don't do that and not enough of them do. And so I love that you're there and you're truly their business bestie. You're going to have their back. You're going to hold their hand through the entire process and help them get the results that they truly want and deserve. And I love that about you, Megan. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Yes, of course. And what we'll do for anyone that's listening, we will link Megan in the show notes. So her elopement mastermind, as well as her Instagram so that you guys can go hit her up because she's pretty freaking amazing. And one of my all-time favorite clients. So thank you for joining us today, Megan. Thanks for having me. It was so fun chatting with you, Jenny. Of course. And we will see you all next time. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, I would love it if you left me a review or shared this episode with a friend. My mission is to help as many badass female entrepreneurs like yourself. And if we are not already friends on Instagram, please come hang out with me over there. It's at Jenny Maroney. Thank you again until next time.